0: Corey's given a small preview minicast and done a cast episode, audio only, to have something up on the podcast format side of things here as we get this thing ramped up ever so quickly. Both times he's uh, started from sitting on the back of his truck and recorded with his iPhone, so I thought I'd try something similar. I'm sitting here at our main farm in limestone tennessee also on the back of my farm truck looking around listening to the birds flying right over my head they seem to not know that it's any different in the world today than it has been which is comforting in a certain way but it's also kind of eerie Our farm is on the Nolichucky River here in East Tennessee, and it's also very, very foggy uh, right now. It has been every morning since I have been here. Uh, I've been in isolation since Monday, um, I believe. Uh, Monday, we made the very tough decision to shut down all three of our restaurants that, of course, use a lot of our farm product. And are of course our livelihood, the agriculture side of our businesses. Um, probably does good to break even sometimes and probably doesn't overall. Uh, we've headed in the right direction for a number of years, but it does good things for the restaurants um, that are hard to measure uh, in dollar amounts, but that becomes, you know, uh, an odd thing to have a project like that in a time like this. And so we don't know what this all means for that operation at this point either. But I think one of the things that I always find myself saying or answering or talking about with other entrepreneurs is uh, that we all got to remain adaptable all the time. I think that's right. I think that's true. Uh, And I think that um, in this situation, of course, it's really highlighting the need to be able to do that. I'm sure any of you that are small business owners or entrepreneurs that uh, have been trying to navigate the last week especially, but even the few weeks leading up to this, if you were somebody who saw it coming at all, and I think a lot of you probably were, we tend to be people who understand trajectories and like to have a plan, but if you're one of those people, you know that just like kind of the news cycle right now, things are just coming at you so fast that you can't hardly digest them so you know at this point that skill we've developed as entrepreneurs as small business owners uh, as being adaptable becomes very very important and also probably becomes uh, very evident uh, that whether you've had any practice at it or not uh, it's almost coming too fast at this point so just in the last couple of days so i shut the restaurants because mostly i was concerned for my employees and for the greater common good i was by far the first one by several days you know to do that here there are still places with open public dining rooms today uh, which is Saturday uh, the 21st March 21st 2020 Uh, there are still places open they're finally starting to wake up Uh, the thing is happening where a lot of people that were uh, probably uh, in the end have made this thing worse uh, are starting to claim that they had everybody's better good in their hearts and all that stuff. But that happens in any type of, uh, of situation like this. People uh, drag their feet. People are in denial. And then uh, once they come over to the other side, they try to act like uh, they were trying to be helpful all along. But that's to be expected. And these decisions are very hard, so I'm trying not to be judgmental. I'm just trying to state the facts for posterity that on March 21st, uh, 2020, here in East Tennessee, there's still a lot of people not taking this thing seriously. But back to the adaptability. Just in the last couple of days, um, we've you know we've we've already had to start thinking about contingency plans and what have you. Um, we, from our farm, distribute through a CSA program, community supported agriculture program, subscriptions to our produce, and we also buy produce from other local farmers because we have a network of those uh, to supply the restaurants anyway. But about 85% of that the last couple of years came from our farm, about 15% from other farms. Some years it's been a little higher from other farms when we first started and only had a smaller plot. Uh, but as our, our farm has grown, um, we had grown it up quite a bit. One lucky thing, we had decided not to do too many spring crops this year and rely on our other farmers a little bit so that we could get some some bigger projects done here so we don't have as much in the ground as we normally would which is maybe kind of a good thing uh maybe not we'll we'll find out depends on how the food distribution system holds up on a national level i guess Uh, which i think will be fine but you know you just never know in times like this but anyway uh so we put out what we thought was going to be our last farm distribution which is another cash flow for us on Thursday we had everybody come early get their stuff so that they could we could facilitate them holding up um, and we did actually uh, even already deliver a few we, we didn't have a lot of delivery customers but we did deliver a few but just in the last couple of days um, uh, we've in talking with a lot of people um, and seeing that there may very well be a need for people to be able to get fresh produce and healthy food instead of just what's in a can as this thing looks to be uh, like it might last longer than we wanted again because people aren't taking it seriously Uh, we may be looking to fire up um, delivering these csa shares directly to people's homes if people socially distance pretty good i mean some people just aren't going to do it but if most people do it we can do that pretty safely i think we have the infrastructure in our restaurant spaces to put a few people in there in masks and gloves, uh, have them do the bakery shares, have them separating out the produce um, and uh, packing it up into shares. And we have the space to do that in where they can do it in rooms alone. Uh, we have a place you can pull up to our, our main restaurant facility in Johnson City out back where somebody else could then load them into the trucks alone or into the uh, vehicles. You know, we may even have to use several employees with smaller vehicles Uh, then uh, we have uh, you know and this would allow us to possibly bring back four or five employees um, so that they could be making a wage instead of unemployment which typically only um, gives you back a certain amount of your pay uh, not the whole amount so that would be good Um, and so it would also you know hopefully help us and uh, some other local farmers not waste Lot of product this spring. Now, all that being said, there's still risk in that. I still got to put my people out there. I still got to find the ones that are willing to do it. I still got to be able to find the money to pay sick leave if they get sick with the new legislation that's through. Um, And we would get tax credited that money back. But as of right now, um, you know, I'm already going to be struggling to float. Not that. I don't think that it's a good thing, just that it's a problem that has to be solved if we're going to fire up doing something like that. I think it may be important. I think people, and I, and the biggest thing, I think it may help people that can and should stay in their homes, stay in their homes, and let us that know food safety and are already concerned be the ones out there delivering the food in as safe as a manner as possible. But, you know, there's there's risk involved in all this. What happens if somebody that's working for me uh, gets out there and gets in a car accident or something like that and, and has to have some kind of uh, interaction with people or end up in the doctor's office or whatever, uh, or a hospital uh, where they catch coronavirus and as we all know and should be accepted at this point, just because you're young and healthy is not a guaranteed get out of jail free card for this thing. There's a million other things I gotta consider before doing something like that. There's a million other things I gotta consider between now and then. We're working really hard to try to process all the information that's coming along uh, about aid, about possible assistance, about loans, about grants, about um, all that. Uh, so, So do we peel off resources of working on that stuff in order to retool the website, get a plan of action going? uh, get with, uh, Nate breeding at Southern culture, which is a great guy and great company that, that will help us with this tremendously. He corrals a lot of local farmers and local produce for us to order it from one place. Uh, he's also trying to stay open just in case larger distribution systems start to fail and, uh, has his family isolated separately from him so that he can do that. Uh, he's a real hero to me right now. Um, but anyway, uh, we're looking to possibly do that, but that's, You know, kind of beside the point here, uh, I think I'm probably talking to small business owners and entrepreneurs. uh, And so back to that adaptability thing. What do we plant? What do we wait for? What do we till? What equipment do we try to maintain? What equipment do we mothball? All these things. There's a billion decisions to make. And I'm going to make them. And some of them are going to be wrong. I'm going to get up the next day I'm going to sit out here and listen to the birds, try to do it all again. Hope you guys are having a, man, I don't even know what to say. I hope you guys are having something and I hope you guys are trying to keep your head on straight as much as possible and make these same hard, crazy decisions that I know you're all trying to make out there. Um, Stay strong, try to, try to keep your head up and, uh, Stay flexible. Talk to you soon.